This episode is brought to you by Geekade.com, where we create an array of podcasts, articles, and more for everyone, no matter what your geek is. And if you want to help us make even more content, please consider supporting us on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Geekade. Now on with the show. Warning. The following program contains adult language, adult themes, and spoilers. Viewer discretion is advised. Welcome to this week's episode of This Week's Episode. I am your host, Evan Goldstein. With me, as always, is the wonderful Karen Randazzo. I think somebody blew up the landlady. And the amazing Chris Randazzo. What? <laughs> this is episode 202 for the week of April 16th, 2020. It was my choice this week. I chose Briar Patch, season one, episode one, first time in St. Disgrace. But before we get into that, here's your weekly reminder that you can get in touch with us at mail at geekade.com. Just include the words this week's episode in the subject line and tell us how you're doing. Suggest a show. Just just let us know we're out there. We'd love to hear from you. So, gang, how's it going? It's going. Yeah, it continues to go. It refuses to stop. <laughs> Can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> A song just started playing in my head indiscriminately. Like, I don't know what song it was. <laughs> was it Don't Stop Me Now? No. <laughs> he is not having such a good time. I am not having such a good time. No, He's I'm not, not having a ball. Oh, so, yeah, we are still in the throes of Corona Apocalypse 2020. Um, Jeez. I wish I, I could say that I had more time to watch TV, but I straight up don't. It's, it's ridiculous, right? There I know. should be way more TV watching time there, in the apocalypse. There really should be. Like they should have planned this better. It's poor, poor execution. It is really. Um, My consumption has gone down because I'm now working. I've been working from home, mm -hmm. and so is anyone else who can. Correct. Which means uh, no one's Wi-Fi works for shit. <laughs> and so I, 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 there's only enough Wi-Fi for me to do my job. Not. To do my job and watch a show at the same time. <laughs> there is no extra Wi-Fi lying about There's the house no, just no. waiting to be used. <laughs> no, no, not since, you know. Damn. We keep crossing our fingers that this will prove that we do need um, competition in the market here for uh, high-speed internet. That's, also, that's very good point. Like, you would think something like this, where everybody is now at home having to use their home networks, that Comca Comcast, right? Yeah. Hold on. Fuck that Comcast. Comcast yeah, would improve Comcast. their service or that uh, they would allow competition in the area yeah. and for another company to do it. But that's not happened. That shame. is not the way it works, unfortunately. Yeah. It's a shame. So, I mean, with the guy, the time you guys have had, have you been have you checked out anything new and exciting? Caught up on stuff? Mm, I did manage to f f sort of haltingly f get my way all the way through the first season of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Okay. Uh, which continued to be delightful. As always, yes. Um, keeping up with Call the Midwife. It's my uh, calming uh, Corona soothing, Apocalypse show. Soothing show. I get yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've seen a couple episodes of the new season of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Also good stuff. I uh, yeah, I I watched a couple of those as my, myself for some reason. Don't know what possessed me to do that. To be honest, we've been very um busy in the past week with like Zoom dates. Yeah, what? All right. So, Side note: Where the hell did Zoom come from? Like 2012, man. And <laughs> now it's all over the place. Like, yep, it has been around for a while. Okay, mm -hmm. and now everybody and their literal mothers. <laughs> Like, I had an, two Easter family gatherings via Zoom, and I'd never <laughs> used Zoom before, ever. Yeah, uh, there's another app that uh, some people I know have been using called House Party, 
But what? Which, I'm sorry. It's sort of like um, it's sort of like FaceTime, but you can do more that you can have a call with more than one person. It's not quite as structured as Zoom, mm-hmm. but it's sort of like you go into it, and um, as soon as you open the app, you're quote unquote in the house, and so anyone in, in your friends' house, house or the house. No, it's the house. Oh, it's, damn, missed opportunity. It's I'm pretty sorry. Light. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> So as soon as you're in the house, okay. uh, all your friends get notified that you're in the house. And if they open their app, they can like, like instantly. It's not like your phone rings and you can choose to answer it or not. It's like if you have the app open and someone else like chooses to contact you, they they see you immediately. <laughs> it's kind of unnerving. Yeah, it sounds horrible. <laughs> there is no. I mean, privacy. if you're if you're like. Planning to talk to some, planning to use it to talk to somebody. That's one thing. But like, if you're just in it and you're like trying to figure out what's going on or God or forbid, whatever. there's a butt dial of some sort in an inappropriate just... time. <laughs> uh, and then it also has in-app games, so you can, um, you know, get together with a couple of of people on house party and play like they have their own version of Cards Against Humanity, which isn't nearly as good, but mm-hmm. it's it's something. Right, right, right. Something neat to do. Yeah, that, it it was interesting that my my mother decided to to get the family together to do a Zoom call, and my favorite part of the whole thing, I mean, my family gets together, we're all very loud, so it was nice to be able to control the volume first and foremost. <laughs> but um, my younger brother, who has my nephew, set up a, a little camera for just my nephew, who was sitting in his high chair eating, and. When the Zoom panel, I guess, shows up, like you could do the 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 Brady Bunch esque scene, mm-hmm. had him in the center, and we all were just staring at him. He is adorable. Yeah. It was nice to see everybody, and and I I, I would have never thought, you know, let's get a, a a video conference call going for Easter, but apparently it was it was a trend this year, which was all nice. All the rage. It was nice. Yeah, well, you know. There's only so much that can be done at this point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and like you were you were talking about it on Seg the the other day about you know, you know there there are family members that we could see that we don't consciously think about. I have to stay six feet away from you. Like you don't normally think about that with your family members, but now yeah, you have now you, to. You kind of have to because who knows who's carrying what? You could be a carrier, not know. Like it's. Yeah, you know, <clears throat> she could have just been out at the grocery store, and she's fine, but maybe the clothes she's wearing aren't. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it could be anything. Yeah. So, yeah. But with that, Chris, did you did you catch anything? I did, as a matter of fact. I made a conscious effort to actually watch some television. Okay. Uh, just because, you know, I, I'm on a TV podcast. Yes. I should probably make a conscious effort from time to time to do those those sorts of things. So uh, I watched the second episode of The Clone Wars. Okay. And, uh, of, of sorry, the new season of The Clone Wars, not just the second episode of Clone Wars. Uh, so I, I watched uh, episode two of the season seven of Clone Wars, and uh, it was... It was quite good. I, I wasn't blown away by the first one because it was uh, it, it's it's very um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It, it's it's very based on the clones. It's not in not a whole lot of like Jedi mythology okay. kind of stuff. So, uh, and that's not as much my thing. I'm really I'm I'm more into the show for the the Jedi mythology and whatnot. Right. So, um, <laughs> having that episode be very much focused on the clones was like all right. Well, you know. Whatever is what it is, but the second episode did did bring in a little bit more of Anakin, and something that I do like very much about this show is that they made Anakin Skywalker the character that you imagined him to be as a child instead of what Hayden Christensen was in the movies, okay. which is to say he is interesting, he is <laughs> likable, he is somewhat frightening, uh, and uh, you can just it's a, he's a very well-rounded and interesting character. Okay. And they also in this show to a degree made the relationship between him and Padme believable. And the second episode in the beginning of it had a, a couple of pretty big revelations in relation to that and the all the relationships between 
Anakin, Padme, Obi Wan, and uh, Commander Rex, who is uh, this uh, kind of like Anakin's right hand man, clone trooper guy. Okay. So Rex is going through this thing right now because there's this old other clone trooper from like way back in season two, I think, named Echo, who died, and they're fighting this uh, this villain guy for the for the uh, the separatist or whatever who uh, is able to predict all their moves and he figured out that these that they're they're getting this intel from Echo and he must still be alive and so everyone doesn't really believe Rex but he's he was good friends with Echo and so he's all trying to like oh no he is alive I know it we gotta go in and get him back so he's talking to Anakin about this and there's a bunch of other weirdo clones that they're working with to try to get him back before they go on this mission and Anakin is uh, talking to one of those clones and Rex and then he says oh but we have to do that thing before we leave and Rex is like we don't have time for that and he's like oh we have time for that and so Anakin and Rex go over to this building and Rex waits outside so Anakin can call Padme so Rex knows about Anakin and Padme's secret marriage, which is interesting because I was always under the impression that nobody knew about their marriage, but apparently Rex does. So Anakin has this very reasonable and interesting conversation with Padme about how they haven't been seeing each other because of the war and all the stuff that he's doing, and he's talking to her about Rex, and she's giving him you know, personal advice based on, you know, how Anakin gets too personally involved in things. And it was like a, it was like a real conversation and it was pretty cool. Um, but then, so Rex is supposed to stand outside of this building and give Anakin a signal when Obi-Wan's coming. Um, so <laughs> he bangs on the door to let him know that Obi-Wan's coming and Obi-Wan gets there a little bit quicker than expected. Then Anakin can wrap up the phone call. And so Rex is doing a pretty shitty job of stalling. Uh, until Anakin comes out and basically just, like, gives some bullshit excuses to what he was doing in there, and they start walking away, and Obi-Wan says, at least tell me you told Padme I said hi. Oh, snap! And they give this look to one another, like, the fuck you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) So, at the end, when Obi-Wan kind of pieces together that, uh, at the end of episode three, when Obi-Wan pieces together that... Anakin was the father of Padme's kids, uh, it kind of makes a le- little bit more sense. Like, Obi-Wan figured this shit out, and it was just kind of like a poorly kept secret between the two of them that they didn't talk about. And I thought that was real interesting, uh, real interesting, like, five minutes of show there. Like, wow, they really, they really put some thought into this. <laughs> Way to go, guys. Way to, again, this show making the prequels better movies than they were. <laughs> and, and you have always said that. <laughs> I have. <laughs> Um, and then outside of that, it was just an interesting episode. They did, in fact, find Echo. Uh, he was all, like, stuffed in a tube and filled with robotic parts and missing most of his limbs, and it was pretty effed up. And I'm very curious to see where they go from here, because I don't remember Echo being alive in Star Wars Rebels, but uh, Rex is still alive, so I don't know where it goes from here. Mm. Regardless, there's still one episode left, I think, in this arc, and then they move on to an arc about what Ahsoka's been up to since leaving the Jedi Council, which I'm really interested to see. Ooh, so that reminds here. me, did the um the did the news? There was a news article that we talked about, right? With um, uh-huh. there was another one released. I don't know if I actually put it in the thing, but it's not a hundred percent confirmed that. She is playing Ahsoka now. Oh, really? Yeah, because it, it, okay. We all know that Disney likes to make a big, keep things under wraps so they can make a big deal about it at what is D23? D23, yeah. Yeah. And so that news popped and they, like, it wasn't officially confirmed by Rosario, but she is now, the way she's like answering questions, she's like, Yes, and and when, if and when that does get confirmed, I will be very, very happy. Like, just, okay, like, that's, it's, D23 is probably not going to happen this year. I mean, unless they just do it as a digital event of some sort, but. Yeah, but. Yeah, it's. Just, that's the most perfect casting. Like, I don't even watch Star Wars stuff. And I know, like, just by the 
the things that you say about it and the the feel that I get for that character, I can't I can't picture another actress's voice coming out of her face. I mean, with the exception of Ashley Eckstein, Epstein, Eckstein, I can't remember. Eckstein. Eckstein, who is the voice of Ahsoka? Yeah, I know. You're you're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's pretty darn good casting for for Ahsoka. Cool. Especially like grown up Ahsoka. So, right. Yeah. And that, and I was trying to. So, did we figure out a timeline in comparison? Because Ahsoka is what to Anakin. Oh, Ahsoka she is Anakin's Padawan. Pad, <gasps> I know Padme. things. Yes, Padawan. Well done. Yes. So, but a court. When did she, when did he have a Padawan? Because he didn't he fight Obi Wan while like in a lava area at some point in time. And wasn't he still Obi Wan's Padawan? He was. <laughs> yeah, he was in that movie. He was. Um, promoted to Jedi Knight, but he wasn't put on the council, okay. which was one of the things that was pissing him off so much. He was like, it's unprecedented. And Obi-Wan was just like, well, yeah, it's unprecedented, but you're still... They granted you Jedi Knight. Like, come on, man. Focus on the positive here. Um, okay. He was given the... Let's see. That was in Revenge of the Sith, but it, he was still... Um, I don't think he was still technically a Padawan at that point. He didn't was he wasn't granted the rank of Jedi Knight, but he was, you know, he was out doing missions and, and a general and stuff like that. He was still running his own stuff more or less. Okay, because I'm trying um, like I, I I have very little experience with the cartoons, and the cartoons are what are filling the gaps in between the movies, and I don't know when that character actually shows up in the lineage of the movies it is after the second movie so the clone wars takes place after attack of the clones okay and uh that was this that was this that was star wars episode two right so that was when uh anakin and padme quote unquote fell in love (laughs) uh (laughs) i say quote unquote because it was like the least believable thing ever um and uh after that movie uh, Yoda and Obi-Wan decided it would be a good idea to give Anakin a uh, Padawan because they thought it would be good for him. And uh, so they wound up giving him Ahsoka. And uh, okay. So, so to try to get Clone him Wars... closer to being part of the maybe learning something so that he can be ingratiated into the council. Like Exactly. It was, it. it was kind of like it would be good for you to be a teacher because uh, it was... Um, it was more or less Yoda's idea to 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 have Anakin be a teacher because he thought that it would uh, kind of level him out and give him a fresh perspective on things. Oh, but was Boy, he, he wrong? That. <laughs> and it and it, and it did. Uh, and what was good about what they did in the show was that the ev- eventual the eventuality of Ahsoka leaving the Jedi uh, the the Jedi Order was that. It was another one of those things that pushed Anakin, that made sense pushing Anakin towards becoming Darth Vader. Because, like, it it shook his belief in the Jedi Order. Because they the whole reason she left the Order was because they kind of treated her like shit. Mm. Uh, there, somebody framed her for something, and they kind of jumped to a lot of conclusions and erred on the side of, well, sh- let's just assume she did it and then try to prove she didn't later kind of a thing, which was kind of a shitty way to handle that. And, uh, Anakin didn't take too kindly to that. And of course, neither did, uh, neither did she. Mm-hmm. So it really kind of went bad all around. And then when the jet, you know, Yoda was like personally apologizing to her, like, I'm sorry, this, we should have handled this better. And she was like, yeah, you should have, I'm out. And Jeez. then she, Left, and that was kind of the last we saw of her at the end of, I think, season five. And then, like, all of season six, she wasn't really in, but season six wasn't a real season of TV. It was kind of like they finished animating some stuff that they had started before the show got canceled, and okay. it was released as, like, the lost episodes or whatever. Okay. Um, and now, so these new episodes, having her back and seeing what she's been up to, are very interesting to me because the next place that you see her is in um what's it in Star Wars Rebels 
uh, far more grown up and having she's got her own white lightsabers which are like okay where'd you get those that's awesome <laughs> and uh but when does I, that take place rebels takes place um before uh after episode after episode three before a new hope okay so rebels is pretty much about the formation of the rebel alliance okay because i'm also trying to figure out when the mandalorian is taking place in in reference to the rest of the star wars lineage i guess mandalorian is after return of the jedi yeah it's right after the um, Empire Falls, basically. Gotcha. That's why they're still stormtroopers, but they're wearing, like, ratty-ass armor, because it's like, well, uh, yeah, they're, you're still stormtroopers for some reason, but uh, <laughs> there's, yeah, they're, you're not <laughs> they got really... They uh, all of their clothes, and this is all they had left, so they're sticking with yeah, it. Yeah, kind of. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's where that is. And what's interesting about that is that Ahsoka left with uh, a different character at the end of Star Wars Rebels to go find another character. And um, if they're putting her in Mandalorian, then that obviously means that she survived that search, but we don't know what, we don't know what came of that. And that's very interesting to me as well. And I wonder if they'll actually tie that all together. Because it I is... I also wonder that. It is all Disney. I mean... And it is all, what is that? Um, it's canon? Canon, yes. Proper canon is I was looking for. Thank you. So that would be that would be really nice to tie everything out neatly with that nice little bow. Yeah. It would be because, uh, um, what's his name? Dave Filoni did say, we will find out what happened to Sabine and Ahsoka. Like, they'll, he will tell that story. Just... Have hasn't nobody's decided on exactly how that story is going to be told, whether it's with a different series, which I mean, I would like that very much. I would love to watch a series of just uh, Ahsoka and Sabine traveling through the galaxy looking for Ezra Bridger, but uh, you know, who knows? <laughs> I, I, I honestly got I like those, I knew some of those words that you just said, so <laughs> but that's. That's cool. that's good. It's, it seems like you're enjoying it, which I I am. I really am. I like that. I like that show. After this recent rewatch that I did before the last movie came out, I I really grew to appreciate certain aspects of the show that I didn't before. And now that I've pieced together a watch order that really trims all the fat, right? I uh, I'm very interested in trying to find time to watch the whole thing again. Uh, but just with the order that I came up with to watch it, in. <laughs> gotcha. because uh, you know it's it it trim. There is a lot of fat to trim. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, gotcha. Well, it has been kind of fun. Uh, friend Joe Fleissner is watching the show now now for the first time, and he's watching all of it in the. He's watching all of it, including the filler stuff that I told him he didn't have to, but he's doing it in the. Uh, the official watch order I showed him from StarWars.com. Right. Because, you know, the episodes are all out of order for some goddamn reason. <laughs> and uh, it, that's been really fun watching him watch the show. Uh, and not Like, just talking to him every now and then about, oh, so these are pretty cool. He's like, oh, so wait a minute, these characters are actually interesting? <laughs> like, yeah, they, they, there's uh, there's some cool stuff in here. <laughs> and uh, so, so, yeah, that's been a lot of fun. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Um, for me, this, geez, this week, I, we have, I've tried to catch up with a couple more episodes of Shit's Creek and I get through like, I'm going to say three quarters of an episode. Okay. I'll watch three quarters of an episode. It won't necessarily be like the first three quarters or the last three quarters. It's like, I end up skipping cause I get so uncomfortable at points that will like fast forward 30 seconds or so so I can skip to an area. Um but that's like I'm trying to figure out a show that I can can watch that's you know shorter and it's between Shit's Creek, I don't mean like episodically, I mean like time wise like for every, you know, it's 22 minutes. 22 minutes episode I could sit down, have my breakfast and then be on my way. Um but I've also been watching Harvey Birdman. <laughs> and yes. That 
such a fast-paced cartoon and so goddamn funny. Like, I forgot how much I enjoyed that show, and I'm loving every second of it. It's like it's watching a, a brand new show, I, you know. Like, I, I can't remember the last time I actually sat down and watched it. It's 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 so entertaining. Seeing all the Hanna-Barbera cartoons be it such... Like, I watched the episode with the um, one-inch... Uh, is it with the one-inch detective? Inch High Private Eye? Inch High Private Eye. <laughs> That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> and what <laughs> like that all of the characters are fantastic <laughs> um that and angie and i are still rocking through castle and oh we love that show so much sitting there like just the, the we act we he is so goddamn charming that at one point in time we actually googled if he was a father just because of how well he plays a father in this show, him the relationship between him, him and his kid is so it seems so genuine, and we found out like he might be the 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 secret father. There was like this whole thing. Um, Felicia Day had a kid, but mm-hmm. I think it was artificially inseminated, and like there was rumors going around that he was the donut. I'm like, I'm okay with that. Yes, I am now adopting that as true fact that he is the secret father to Felicia Day's kid, and that kid's gonna grow up super cool because Felicia Day and Castle. Done. Well, they did work on a project together. <laughs> yes, they did. Yes, they did. So I need to watch that again. It's this... What... Every once in a while, like on Castle, of course, there's, you know, the the Firefly references and, and whatnot. But um, like whenever they're going through the bad, like, uh, this is the list or this is the photo of the group that could, one of these is the bad guy. And it's such random people. And then one actor or actress that you've seen before, it's something else. And, I, and every time I go, that's the guy. I don't remember why. I just know I recognize that person from other things. And that's gonna be the bad guy. It's, it's, it's just it's entertainment that is wholesome and like so engaging because he is, like I said, so goddamn charming. <laughs> um, but outside of that, that's really all we have had time. For. That and I fall asleep every night to an episode of Ghost Hunters. So, <laughs> still, I, uh, I had a, a weird castle flashback recently. Wow, that guy singing <laughs> really just prancing about. <laughs> um, I was I've been reading this book for a book club that I'm in, and we decided to do like fantasy casting okay. on you know who we thought would play the people in a movie, and um, for one of the characters, I wanted to go with the. Uh, the mom from mm-hmm. what the hell was that thing that we just watched lock and key okay. and so uh i went to look up pictures of all the people that i picked so i could show my book club mm-hmm. who i picked because i didn't think they'd be familiar with everybody and i was lo- so i was looking for a picture of this woman her name's darby stanchfield and uh f- discovered that she's also the uh the mom of castle's kid yes I was like, yeah, oh, she, shit. That's we saw that because I had seen her before because of her, her, her. It's a completely different character in cat. Like she comes in as a, a firecracker, and I'm like, you recognize mm-hmm. her? She's like, no. I'm like, that's the girl from this and that. I'm like, really? Yep. There's a lot of there's a lot of actors and actresses that have had long careers. Like his mom, the the episode that we just watched. Oh well, she's pretty famous. She is, but like they whilst doing while. <laughs> The episode that we just watched is her talking about moving in with her boyfriend and she's doing this reminiscing thing and she's sitting down watching her past career on TV. And what is what she's watching is an episode of The Incredible Hulk that she was in, which was a real she was really in an episode of The Incredible Hulk and Lou Ferrigno's on screen and he makes a joke about ah and your old wedding video. And I'm like, God, I want him to be real. It's, it we're enjoying the hell out of it and for me it's been so long it's i don't remember any any of the episodes i i like i remember i like i i remember it gets really dark and it gets there's a real long through line but 
I haven't gotten to it yet. I, there's mother's killer. This 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 big secret. I don't remember what it is. So it's all new to me, and it's it's a lot of fun. So that's what I, that's those are the the couple of shows that I've had the the chance to watch this week. But I'm gonna jump straight over to the news because there is something that I will be watching on the 17th, Miss Karen. Mm-hmm, me too. <laughs> oh my God. Chuck Cass will reunite for a virtual table read. Uh, yep. Yeah. Now I am trying to figure out if I ju- if I wait because it's going to be on EW. Is it EW.com? Mm-hmm. Um, but we yeah. That why isn't everybody doing this? all of my favorite shows should do this? The Firefly. Yes. <laughs> wow, that is actually a really freaking good idea. <laughs> We're never going to get the show again. Put them on the Zoom with the little squares and whatnot and call it a day. I would be happy. This is just... Oh, well, looks like speaking Zoom. of other shows that you should put together via Zoom, I did watch most of that Saturday Night Live episode that they did via Zoom. Okay. I... It was all right. There were, like, like Chris asked me how it was, and all I was right. like, it was just about as good as any other episode of SNL. Some funny things and some, you know, things that uh, things that <laughs> Not so much. <laughs> horrible. I, I can't remember the last full episode of Saturday Night Live I watched. Uh, but it was, uh, it was an interesting experiment. Yeah. My favorite joke was that one of the Weekend Update guys said that one day in the in the past week was National Beer Day, which marked the first time that alcohol remem- helped him remember what day it was. <laughs> nice. That is a good joke. <laughs> yes. So. So, so, all right, let's touch on any of the news. Uh, Netflix, uh, the return of Dead to Me, May 8th. Coming soon, coming soon. Coming Yay! soon. That's pretty exciting. Yeah. Um, another... <laughs> I'm not talking to them until they give me my goddamn um, Umbrella Academy episodes, but Dead to Me will help. Oh, yeah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> um, another returning show, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Now, this is the final season, May 27th. So that is... And that just seems like their regular premiere slot. Yeah. Like, it's a summer show. It's practically freaking summer already. Yeah, yeah. Um, Karen, you did post up something from Variety um, about the Writers Guild. Mm-hmm. I I read it and I'm try I'm trying to understand, like, wouldn't they already like they're writers? If is this so, I don't understand why this is a thing. Like, are they not normally looking for writing jobs for animation? Or did I guess not? Did the Writers I mean, Guild of America just get into animation? I don't. I'm trying. No, to- I just. I mean, I would think writing for animation is different than writing for live TV, and uh, and some people are trained in it and some people are not, but since it seems like uh, the the article was saying that their companies are ramping up their animation departments because those can be done with, you know, keeping social distancing in place, Mm -hmm. that that writers should be on the lookout to uh for jobs to do that that's that it makes a lot of sense um yeah and and with that i fell down a a weird sort of rabbit hole that um netflix started uh opened up a deal with boom studios for animation and live you know programs and boom studios is a comic book company and I, i for some reason my the the image that is attached to this article shows Power Rangers and Turtles or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And I'm like, well, don't Netflix can't do those because they're not owned by Boom. Um, Boom just licenses those. Yeah, they just currently have the license to comic book them. Right. And that is, that is seriously misleading. So I went down a little further. And because I remembered Boom being a heavy licensing comic studio but they did do um one of my favorite comics that had come out in a long time which was irredeemable 
And Irredeemable was the story of a Superman-esque character that is bad. And I will. I thought that was such a, a great idea. It shows just, like, what if Superman decided he wanted to take over the world? Because he can, because he's fucking Superman. And this comic showed that. It was, you know, uh, relatively original idea put to page. Everybody had always talked about, you know, well, this is why, because he's. They don't do it because he's Superman and he stands for the good and blah 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 blah. blah. Well, let, they finally showed me what it was like, and I really enjoyed that. And that's a boom title. I, I would love to see that in, because like right now, some like the DC animation that gets really dark and and whatnot. Like Harley Quinn is one of the most violent cartoons I've ever seen, and if they go down that line and make it really dark, I think that would be really really good. They have a lot of. A lot of odd titles that aren't well known, but I think could could turn around and and I don't I don't so much know about the live action stuff, but they could do a lot of good animation stuff. So I'm really interested to see where they go with that. And it's Netflix; they'll I'll get a whole season in in a couple of seconds, and that's what I'm looking for. So, but outside of that, I don't have any other news articles. Anything else you guys want to talk about? Well, if they're going to be doing a lot more animated shows, I just want to put this out into the universe that I know it's supposed to be ending, but given the current circumstances, can we just get a couple more seasons of Archer? Yeah. Like, is that something that someone can do for me? I I really feel that they should just turn all of the shows that have stupidly popular fandoms that are ending and just start doing them animated, like Supernatural animated. I mean... It worked the first time they did it. Yeah. Like, I, I, I still... I mean, I'm not going to say I prefer to see no. Ackles and Padalecki animated when I could see their actual faces, but... <laughs> That's true. Take what I can get. I, I, but it's preferable to not seeing their faces. True. Okay. I And, like, I still believe Firefly could, could be an, a great animated show. Like, there this... I don't know. I wish... I'm going to do a little bit of research, see how much cost-wise in comparison a live action to a animated version of something is. And especially as in, in the realm of science fiction, I'm sure it's not even close. Yeah. Well, and, and like a show that's gone on for 10, how, wait, where are we at? 14 seasons? Is that what Supernatural is? Yes. So 14 seasons. 15, technically. Those boys are making a pretty penny per episode. They have to be, and then a season's worth. Like, I, I, it's it's gotta be, it's gotta be more cost effective to be animated, to just have someone come in and do a voiceover, which is nowhere near the same cost for for talent, you know. So, I don't know. I'll I'll actually look into that. But with that, I got nothing else. If you guys don't have anything else, I think it's time we hit the break. And when we get back, we'll uh, talk about the the topic of the week. Sounds good Agreed. to me. All right. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Are you enjoying the podcast you're listening to right now? Of course you are. But did you know that it's just one part of an entire network of geek-related goodness? Geekade.com is your one-stop shop for fresh original content no matter what your geek is. Each week you'll find articles and podcasts about comic books, horror movies, X-Men, music, video games, music in video games, Transformers, anime, TV shows, tabletop gaming, wrestling, beer, and more. And hey, if you want to help us create even more original content, please consider supporting us on Patreon. That's available at patreon.com slash geekade. What's your geek? Hey guys, Vestlord Dean DeFalco here to tell you that we have a Twitch. Uh, yeah, Geekade has a Twitch, and we are streaming at least once a week. Uh, every Thursday, we are on from 6 to 11. That's five solid hours of me failing at whatever game is uh, going on that week. You want to see me cry? Twitch.tv slash Geekade. You want to see me achieve a massive victory? Twitch.tv slash Geekade. You want to see me eat food? Muckbane right there. Twitch.tv 
slash geekade. Guys, check it out. It's a lot of fun. We got emoticons. Uh, we got sub badges. We got all sorts of stuff going on over there. And if you just want to pop in, say hi, give us a follow. You know, we really do appreciate it. Trying to uh, spread the love, trying to spread Vestlore Global to a house near you, maybe even your house. So, guys, pop in, say hello, and we'll catch you next time on twitch.tv slash geekade. See you then, guys. Stay Vestly. Keep playing games. Geekade is looking for some partners. If you have something you'd like to advertise on any of our podcasts, our powerful overlords are ready to talk to you. Send your proposal to mail at geekade.com with the words podcast ads in the subject line, and our diligent army of trained ants will put you in touch with the head of our advertising department. With a weekly audience that reaches well into the dozens, Geekade is the perfect place to get your ads into the ears of the right people. Once again, that's mail at geekade.com. Send your ad in today. And we're back. Thank you so much for checking out our commercials. It's time to talk about this week's episode. Um, it was my choice this week, so I chose the show Briar Patch. Um, season one, episode one, first time in Saint Disgrace. Now, the re- this the this is a USA show that started in February. Now, I had never heard of this show. Um, I I don't can't remember how I came across, but I know I came across it via a trailer. And it's about this woman who goes back to her hometown because her sister was involved, uh, was murdered. And the lead character is Allegra Dill, and that is played by Rosario Dawson. Now, that intrigued me. And then within the trailer, I liked the stylization of the show. Um, at first, it just seemed, I don't know. It reminded me of Fargo, or it was like... It does have a Fargo quality to it. David Lynchian, if you will. Um, I like. I, I really went into this blind, because I'd never... I, all I saw was the trailer, and then they have these really neat stills, like the, the promotional advertisements for the, the show. And I just, just I love Rosario Dawson. I think she's a fantastic actress, and I wanted to see what she could do. So that's why I picked it. Now, before I jump in with my opinions, uh, Karen. Yeah. What did you think? I thought it was pretty good. Um, and just when you um, said now the, about it being a woman who goes back to her hometown because her sister was murdered, I remember you said that last week and like, that's the basic premise of the show. And I was like, all right, that could be anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not realize when you said that, that she that her sister was murdered like by being blown up I, and neither did that her I. sister was a <laughs> that her sister was a cop neither did and i that <laughs> she herself is also an investigator and was going to solve her sister's murder mm-hmm. like it was it like none the of the information that, like, that i went in with it just kept one upping it like it took it to the mm-hmm. next level yeah so there was a there was a lot mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, the cast just... of characters jeez very uh very colorful for sure how did you feel about the way the show is presented um it definitely uh, like has its own like sense of itself it's very defined mm-hmm. um all you know it had the, the little quirky things about the zoo animals having escaped and you know Basically, outside of like its own personality quirks that it had, which were fine, mm-hmm. um, it just seemed like a your standard like hard boiled detective show, like, but with Ro- Rosario Dawson in it. Yes, um, and she was she was good in it. Yeah. It was a it was a solid show. Cool. cool, cool. I could see why she wanted to do it. Yeah, it it was. It... All right, Chris. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Let's go. Uh very well. I don't want to I don't want to say how I felt feel about it because you I have the worst luck picking shows that you like or, or at least in intrigued with at all. And I was and I figured that if I went in blind I had at least a 50-50 <laughs> shot. <laughs> it was not Seafy. So that I checked that checked that box. <laughs> So what did you think? 
Well, I didn't. It stinks. <laughs> it definitely didn't stink. I I had a hard time being interested by it in the first place. Like it started up, and I was just like, okay, all right. And then the car blew up, and I was like, I didn't see that coming. Mm-hmm. But then I went back to just being like, huh. I don't know what it was. It just wasn't catching me. But by the end of it, I was very interested, and I don't remember. I don't even think there was anything in particular that set me off. It was just like, by the end of it, I was like, okay, I want to know what happens next. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm invested. I couldn't tell you why. I just am. And that was kind of my experience with it. Okay. It's funny because Angela and I were watching this, and... She, like they they do have like I said some stylizing stylized choices that they made like the 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 fuzzy edged camera lens and and visually it's she's always wearing very solid colors like they 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 made some some choices and great wardrobe fantastic wardrobe she, she looks, looks fantastic she looks great the entirety of this this episode um now both Angela and I agreed like if this is I could see this as a single season. I don't know. I we only watched the first episode. I can't see this being. I I don't think I could watch this if this was multiple seasons. I could take this as as a one and done. Let her figure out this. Don't drag this out because I don't think I could take multiple seasons of the way this this information is presented to me. Um. With that said, by I was interested when I went in. I loved the way things looked and like like you said the 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 weird animals like the, the way the sh- episode starts is like they say that someone broke into the zoo which is like a throwaway line that just happened be- it it explained why they had to slam on the brakes okay but they took that and kept like just throwing it in to the storyline like the the big well the, the the big wig of the town has giraffes in his front yard and it was just a surreal moment of her petting a giraffe and then in the background at some point you see like three cops wrestling an alligator or a crocodile i couldn't we didn't get close enough for me to tell the difference but the way the episode i can't remember if it was the final scene or but it's definitely wrapping up like they did a line where she's staying in this hotel and or this, yeah, I'll call it a hotel. And there's this plate of food that is outside her neighbor's, the next hotel's room. And it's there at the every night that she goes up. And they, they make a point to look at it and zoom in on it so that they show that time has progressed and it's getting rotten and whatnot. And she makes comment that, you know, this food's been out there. Can you send someone upstairs to, to pick it up? Because it's been checked in as long as I have. And I went, oh, I'm really sorry. We're shorthanded because, and I can't remember the guy's name, but I'm going to go with Raul got mauled by a tiger. And she's like, they didn't catch the tiger? And he's like, no, but fingers crossed, soon. And at the end of the episode, like, she has this, unbeknownst to her, a standoff with a tiger. And I was like, she is such a badass. I want to know how this, where is this going? And, like, they, they built on her character so well without giving away it too much information that it became boring like you know about her personal life with her job and her i'm going to assume romantic interest okay that came out of left field didn't see that coming um the the family aspect of her you know knowing her sister but not being super close with her sister like that they gave yeah i definitely that was intriguing to me like the relationship between the sisters what happened between them why why weren't they close why did the sister leave her a whole bunch of money yeah and where did like and that's the that's the get she was an, an underpaid cop where did she get the money like that's the 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 underlying story like she was killed she was killed why and then at the end of the episode there's another killing why like who's this the 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 black guy that was talking french to her like who is the the lawyer like who is this and enough information was given to get you get you hooked but not to make you tired of any i didn't didn't become 
tired of any of the characters that showed up on screen. Even that, uh, like the 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 right the cop writer the 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 the, the I, I, he was disgusting, but like I was intrigued by him. The, the, he wrote for the the police. He wrote for the newspaper about the, the the police blotter. I guess, like, there's a lot of interesting characters in the show, and I and I we will, Angela, I will definitely continue to see where this goes because it is, like, by the like like you said, Chris, by the end of this, I was, I absolutely want to know where this is going because if it continues on this path, it's going to be a really good show, like. All the, the all the acting is really well done. I didn't see. I mean, the downstairs neighbor, that dude could have been chosen a little better. But other than that, everybody else did a really good job. Like, I and I heard nothing about this. Did you, did either of you hear about this show before I brought nope. it up? I had no, no idea what it was going to be. And, and it's Rosario um, Dawson. <laughs> that is true. It did have one of my little. Um, a little like Easter eggy things that I love in a show, which is when they have a character speak another language and they don't subtitle it. And it's a language that I know a little bit of, and I get to like understand a little bit <laughs> what he's saying. I love when they do that. I, I don't, it's just a little dorky thing for me, but I'm just like, woohoo. It's funny. Cause I looked in uh, IMDB and they, they referenced him speaking in french and that his accent or his dialect was so bad that it made sense for rosario not to understand but sort of it took a couple mm-hmm. of tries like that's cool i didn't know what he said i i but apparently they decoded it yeah anyway. all i could pick up from what he was trying to get her away from the the car that was about to blow up mm-hmm. was that he kept saying now um <laughs> okay je pense que nous nope which means I think we need to go get those drinks now. Yes, je pense is I think, and new is we, and maintenant is now. So whatever, <laughs> the, whatever you the got, other you word. Got, was. You I was got like, 80% I got it, I was, and I'm like, <gasps> it makes me feel smart. It makes me feel like I didn't completely waste those years I took French in high school. <laughs> That's a win. I I I enjoyed it. Um, I do not first. I I I think there's like. 10 episodes of this so far I wanted to say um I don't want it to like what it shows like this have a tendency to do is go too slow for the sake of yeah this 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 is a 10 episode season um so far I I don't know if it's I don't know if it's ended I don't know where it's going I, I I I don't feel any time was wasted in this episode I was very interested to find out what happened with the, um, like how they showed the, her sister went to that, the, the house to collect the rent mm-hmm. and she looked down and like the camera went in on those bugs, like there's bugs, there's bugs, 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 wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah and that's and it. then they did that again with Rosario Dawson with that plate mm-hmm. at the end, like before she went in, they're like bugs. There's bugs on that plate. Look at them. What the bug, bug, bugs, bugs, bugs. Never mind. <laughs> they Wait, did, what? They did that <laughs> also with a scorpion, which was funny because Angela has this weird aversion to scorpions. And they did a real tight zoom. And then she looked at me. She goes, look, I have goosebumps. I'm like, why? She goes, that's scorpion. I'm like, oh, I didn't even notice. Is any aversion to scorpions weird? No. <laughs> well, I don't not. think so. Yeah, yeah I it's think very true. Having a, an aversion to scorpions, that's just healthy. Hel- right. That's yeah, smart yeah, yeah. business sense right there. You tell her she's doing it right. All right, I will I will let her know that she got the Chris stamp of approval on her aversion to you scorpions. You should have an aversion to scorpions. Thank you very much. They In are fact, technically yeah. arachnids, so that Ooh, is completely true. well and normal. Anybody who isn't afraid of scorpions, uh, let me know and seek help. <laughs> I mean, it's weird because I'm very afraid of spiders. I'm not very afraid of scorpions. And that doesn't really make sense <laughs> because they're both arachnids and, and scorpions are, you know, they're almost all scorpions you would think could hurt you. Yeah, they look Those like armored spiders. They look like armored spiders with like a laser gun on the back end. Like, no, no. I think it just has something to do with its, you know, lack of prevalence you're not you're not probably gonna see a scorpion in new jersey they're also i just feel like they're genuinely less creepy because they look just like land lobsters you know 
Like scorpions, the land lobster. I like it. <laughs> they just don't seem to have that same level of like. This is not okay. <laughs> you look at the more you look at a spider, you just no. I don't agree with this. I don't know. Too don't many know legs. Who, Why does yeah, it have so many legs? legs. Why is it eyes? so hairy? What's that thing on its mouth? Okay, what enough. Is that? Thank you. Oh, stop. <laughs> I don't know why you made Can't this, even talk but I wish them. you didn't. <laughs> I don't know who came yeah. up with this idea, but they should be ashamed. That that meme of like tweets of God inventing things that a particularly good take on spiders. I can't remember what it was, but <sighs> all right. Yeah. With that, spiders are creepy. Spider. That's the takeaway. Rosario Dawson did a great job, and spiders are creepy. Yes, and really, what more do you need? That's it. That's it. That's that's that sounds like a wrap for me, guys. I enjoyed it. I, I'm glad you guys f- were interested in it. Uh, we are Angela. And I will finish it, and if you don't, I will let you know what happens. <laughs> yeah, I mean, keep me updated. I don't know how I. I don't know if I liked it enough to keep going, but I certainly. I mean, I certainly enjoyed it. They, I didn't. What I noticed I, was, I don't know if it's because I'm watching a lot of 20 minute episodes of things like, you know, Harvey Birdman, if if it's 20 minutes and, and Shit's Creek, like this seemed longer than the 40 minutes that it was. And I, I when it was done, I actually checked to make sure it was it fell within that 40, 44 minute time range. Um, and I think it was just because it was paced well. It didn't blow through anything, and it and it. I'm not saying it seemed extra long, like it could have shaved anything. I just felt I felt like I was intrigued for more than an hour. So it was good. I enjoyed it. I'm glad you guys. It was certainly intriguing, and I definitely did not hate it. So all right, th- I'll take that you. as a win. I'll take that. Good as a on win. you, Evan. Not <laughs> a Chris, bad show. You got to call that a win. <laughs> With Chris, that's a win. All right. Um, okay. With that said, Chris, it's time for the spiel. It is. I I was not prepared. I know, because you're doing things with cleaning up your... your I think I just finished. I think, I mean, he's got two campfires. I don't know why he needs them, but he's got them, so I kind of, like, tucked those in a little bit. So, I'm sure for those that are listening, they have caught on to the fact that Chris is a, a video gamer. And he is instilling that in his children as well. And the the talk of the town now in the video game world is animal... It's just Animal Crossing? Animal, well, Animal Crossing New Horizons. Animal Crossing New Horizons. And on his spare time, after his, his son, you know, does his thing, Chris, as the, the good father goes through and cleans up after his kid. And that that's just today. <laughs> I'm, I'm not I'm not making this, this a regular thing. This is a daily thing. routine, but... Listen, no. He I just, mean, like, he just acquires stuff, and then he just leaves it all over the place, kind of like in real life. It's Ooh, it's kind of, it's kind of surprising how Animal Crossing and um, Final Fantasy VII, forty two oh, remake away. redo that those yeah. are the two things that are all over Facebook and Twitch and the internets right now. Very very different things. They're both video. They games. are indeed very well, very animal, different. Was it Animal Crossing and Doom Eternal both launched on the same day? <laughs> You can't get just, more different than that. Just wonderful. I would like to see a crossover, though. I mean, who wouldn't? <laughs> All right, Chris, spiel away. Ah, where'd it go? Come back. Speak to me, boy. Uh, show notes. There it is. Why you go away from me? Why did you go away? Where'd it go? Come on. There it is. That's our show. <laughs> You can get in touch with us at mailatgeekade.com, as well as all flavors of social media that we inhabit. You can like us on Facebook at Geekade. You can find us on Instagram at Geekade. You can subscribe to our YouTube and Twitch channels for all our latest video content, and follow us on Twitter at the underscore Geekade. Or if you want to follow this show specifically, follow at Twepcast. You can also find us individually on various spots on the internet. I am Chris, and you can find me on Twitter at GeekadeChris. You can also find my writing on StoneAgeGamer.com, in the pages of Nintendo Force magazine, and on various other podcasts for this very 
wonderful website that we run, Geekade. I am on Stone Age Gamer. I am on Waveback, which is video game music. And I have a little YouTube channel, Waveback Spinoff, where I mash up video game music. How about you, Karen? Where can the good people find more from you? Well, if you want to hear me generally rant and rail against the pandemic, you can go follow uh, shoot underscore the underscore moon on Twitter. If you want to check out Jeeky, uh, Jeeky. <laughs> Gagass. <laughs> I have forgotten how to talk. Geeky and chic. Uh, geeky and snarky cross stitch pieces. Uh, you can follow me Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Etsy. Shoot the moon stitches. I will say I just uh, restocked my Etsy store with all the pieces I would have debuted at, at conventions that have all been rescheduled or canceled. Uh, so there's lots to look at in my Etsy shop. And if you don't see anything, you if you like my style but don't see anything you like, my commissions are open. Um, yeah, so just hit me up. And what about you, Evan? I'm at geekade underscore Evan. I was going to come up with something, but I that's it. Geekade underscore Evan. I don't know that I have other hobbies in this. That's okay. You don't need any. Your your wonderful personality is hobby enough. There it is. If you're interested in more information about anything we discussed tonight, be sure to check out our show notes. And while you're at it, you can also subscribe to this and any of our other wonderful podcasts on iTunes, Spotify, or Stitcher, where if you're super nice, you can leave us a review because any and all feedback is welcome and appreciated. Again, always keep remember to keep your eyes on geekade.com for more fresh original content. Back to you, Evan. Thank you so much, sir. Uh, Karen? That's me. It is your turn for the so homework. So it is. It what is. What are we watching? Um, well, it wrestled with this one a little bit, and then it uh, came to me that I think I want to go back and visit a show that I watched, uh, and ne- just, it's over, but it, I, we never got around to talking about it, and that is Jane the Virgin. Oh. So, I'm going to plop you guys in the middle of season one at uh, season one, episode 12, which all the episodes are just called chapter whatever number, so this is chapter 12. All right, there you go. Jane the Virgin, Season 1, Episode 12, Chapter 12. There's your homework, people. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to us ramble about television. From all of us here at this week's episode, I'm Evan. I'm Karen. I'm confused. Good night. And this concludes our broadcast day.